What's good, everyone? This is Coach Cookie, your life and relationship coach. I pray that everyone is doing well today. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for joining me today. If you like what you hear, please give the podcast a like, comment, and don't forget to share with your family and friends. To all my regular listeners out there, welcome back. And I want you to know that you're greatly appreciated. Here at Rising Higher, I'm going to give you some snippets for success to not only help you to survive, but to help you thrive. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk about how to stop being a people pleaser and how to stop caring about what people think. But before we do that, let's talk about the high points from last week's episode titled, What Happens to the Narcissist When the Scapegoat Leaves? Now, in this episode, I start off the conversation by giving an example of what a scapegoat is. I then provide examples of how difficult it is to grow up as a scapegoat and how the abuse leaves the victim emotionally scarred. When the victim finally decides to leave the scapegoat, I provide details and examples of what the abusers do after the scapegoat leaves them. In reality, it is very difficult for the scapegoat to leave the narcissist. It's like the ultimate act of defiance. It's the ultimate act of courage and humanity in your life, but you would be so much better off once you do it. If this sounds like something you need to learn more about, check out the entire episode. Again, it's called What Happens to the Narcissist When the Scapegoat Leaves. Now, for some people, you are so far gone spiritually that you may not be in tune and actually be aware of when God may be actually speaking to you. And you won't be aware when he's telling you that you need to make some changes in your life. And when he's telling you that you need to be aware of when God is actually speaking to you and you're not going to be aware of what he's trying to tell you if you're not in tune in the spirit. In essence, you can miss out on your blessing for not being obedient and continue to stay with the person in your life that you're not supposed to be with. Now, there's no need to fear because this week on Cookie's Commentary, I'm going to help you out by continuing my review regarding when God wants you to remove someone from your life. With that being said, another sign that God wants you to remove someone from your life is when you're not learning anything from them. We should always have the desire to relate with people who will bring the best out of us. That's important because those people will determine your strength and your knowledge. But when you have people of low understanding and knowledge around you, then you become like them. And this is really true for people who don't really know who you're supposed to be spiritually and what your calling is in your life. You need to surround yourself around people who think like you are thinking. You know what they say, teachers hang out with teachers, doctors hang out with doctors. Whatever your calling is, make sure that the people you're around, you want to be like them. You guys should be able to feed off of each other. For the life ahead of you, you have to know that you're supposed to learn consistently in your life. And a lot of times in order for us to grow and learn consistently in our lives, we have to have those people who are going to bring us up to that level. So we all know that when good or bad happens to to you, then you have to learn because life is a lesson and that's how we develop and grow. And those people are going to help us develop and grow. Whenever you're not learning anything from people that are around you, you're, you're losing knowledge. Because when you stop learning, you start you start dying on the inside and dying in your knowledge. Also, your life is for you to develop every time and others to equip yourself strongly for the future. And when the reverse becomes the case, that is a big sign that God is telling you to remove these people from your life. They're not profitable to you. 
They're not adding any value to you. They're not contributing to your development. Having them in your life will always block the real people from coming into your life that God wants to have in your life. The time has come for God to bring profitable people into your life. He is telling you with these signs that you have to let go of these people from your life and allow the people that will help you go far in life with the real substance necessary to, to be successful and be truly blessed. I hope that that me uh, talking about that really resonates with someone because that is really that is really going to be important in your healing journey to really put yourself around people who are going to help you grow, who are going to benefit you. I'm off my soapbox. Now, for the past few weeks, I have been getting such great questions from my listeners. So again, today, we're not going to do the segment of the show called Keeping It Real. But the good news is that, again, I'm going to answer another question. And I thought the question was so good and I have so much to say about it that I couldn't help but make it the main topic of the show. And the question today comes from an anonymous male who was concerned about being a people pleaser. And he says, hey, Coach Cookie, for most of my life, I have felt like it is my duty to please everyone and make them happy. Recently, I have noticed that it has really been stressing me out and it's affecting my mental health. I want your professional opinion and I need to know how did I get in this space where I feel like I need to please everyone and then later worry about what they may think of me if I do something wrong or I do something that they didn't like or I didn't do something to their satisfaction or I don't want to do what they want me to do. After all these years of people pleasing, I can tell that it's taking a toll on me because I can barely function and take care of my own personal daily needs. Please help me. Why is this happening? And what do I need to do to move on? Okay, really good, really good question here. First off, let me say that anything that has to do with something that is bothering you and your self-esteem is very difficult to, to deal with. And it's not a funny topic, but it's really important topic that needs to be discussed because a lot of people in my coaching sessions have people pleasing tendencies. And I also grew up in such a way that I became a people pleaser myself. So all my listeners out there, get out your pen, get out your paper, because I'm going to take you to school on this one today. Let me um, start off by saying that people pleasing is really hard to understand when you are the one experiencing it because you often don't see or understand what is really happening to you. Let's talk about this and find out what happened that we became people pleasers. That's how I'm going to start this off today. I want to take my time with this topic and look at it at all the different angles. If you were raised in an environment that had very little trauma, but you had multiple siblings and your parents could not have an emotional healthy bond with all the children due to one of the siblings having a mental disability or being handicapped. You could have been raised up as a child if you grew up in a household where your parents or adults were, are, were narcissists or your parents or caregivers had addictive behaviors due to drug or alcohol abuse that prevented them from being emotionally available to the children. Believe it or not, but the root of the problem when it comes to being a people pleaser stems from our childhood and our parents or the caregivers in our lives being emotionally detached from that child. In other words, the parents or the caregivers didn't show love. They didn't provide attention, appreciation or affection for that child. So as a child, if we don't see or experience that love or affection, then we're not taught how to love ourselves. We walk around not knowing what we need or who we are. 
In other words, we don't have a sense of our inner self. So when an individual doesn't have a sense of self, they put that sense of self into everyone around them and they become the people pleaser. As a result of this, it causes the people pleaser to lose a part of who they are on the inside. Again, I can truly say that I live this because I didn't have an example of what that love was truly supposed to look like. So I was not taught to love who I was and to love myself. So again, I created this sense of self that was outside of me and I went seeking that in other people. And what is really sad is that we feel that our personal wants and needs are not important because we weren't shown or taught any differently. So as an adult, we create this story and we tell ourselves that we're not good enough and that it's my job to go around seeking love from the people around me. This means that you go around doing everything for everybody else and do very little for yourself because you don't see or understand the value in loving yourself. All my listeners out there, you guys be patient with me while I go through this and try to break this down for you because I can truly say that I lived this because I didn't have an example of what that love was truly supposed to look like. So I was not taught to love who I was and to love myself. So I had to create this sense of self that was outside of me and I did this by seeking that in other people. Yes, for years, I unconsciously used other people to get those needs met that didn't get met as a young child. Some of my listeners out there today can probably relate to everything that I'm saying today. So now that we understand the root of the problem is being detached emotionally from our parents or our caregivers that make us people pleaser, let me spill the tea and let you know what develops from being emotionally detached. People pleasers often have developed this energy where they are perfectionists because of the fear of disappointing someone. So the people pleaser strives to to look a certain way to people in order for them not to be angry or upset with them. This is a big one, and this stems from the parents or caregivers being very abusive with the child when they got upset or angry. So as adults, this is a big trigger, and a person who is a people pleaser may not feel comfortable or safe when someone gets upset or angry, so they are consistently walking on eggshells, trying not to upset anyone, which in turn, they try to become perfectionists. That means doing everything they can to keep that person happy. So, of course, in order not to hurt anyone, one of the biggest issues that a people pleaser have is that they have associated with not hurting anyone is that they don't know how to say no. For example, I've heard people in my sessions say something like, I'm afraid to say no to my mother because if I do, I'm a bad person and my mother will get very angry with me. If I don't do what she wants me to do, my mother needs me because she can't do certain things. So I have to pick up the slack and... Uh, so let me do what I need to do so she won't be disappointed in me. Now, this guilt trip thing that 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 these narcissists do, that these people do, that's a, another entirely different episode for a different day. Believe me. But this is an example of how people feel a lot of times as people pleasers when it comes to their parents and caregivers, believe it or not. But it continues throughout adulthood. Okay, and some and some other reasons why people pleasers can't say no is because they want to avoid those bad feelings that comes with rejection. Those feelings that come with re rejection, they may be, I don't want to be lonely. I don't want anybody criticizing me. Um, 
you want desperately to fit in and you think that pleasing others is how you're going to fit in. Otherwise, you're going to be criticized and you're going to be lonely. Again, all of these examples stem, stem from our early childhood experiences of being consistent, consistently rejected or ignored. If we miss that emotional connection and appreciation as a child, then we grew up with that fear that we could be rejected. We don't want to feel that way, uh, so we do everything to please other people so we won't be rejected. Now, at some point in my adulthood life, I realized that I was more okay with being hurt or disappointed, and I worked so hard <laughs> to keep other people from experiencing their hurt or disappointment. In other words, it was okay for me to be hurt and disappointed with myself. But it was my duty to not allow anyone else to feel the way that I felt about myself. Listen to what I'm saying. Everybody grab, Everybody, listen really carefully to what I'm saying. Now, I really couldn't see it, realize it until I started my healing journey. But when I re really stepped back and I was able to self-reflect, I started to really think to myself and I began to recognize how crazy that sounded. Basically, what I had been saying to myself all those years was that, I'm going to exclude me from caring or loving myself and I'm going to allow other toxic people to hurt me and that's okay. Do whatever is necessary so others wouldn't have to go through the hurt and pain that I was going through. So you love others and put them first while you continue to suffer through the abuse and hurt. That is really crazy. But I want all my listeners to sit back and think about what I'm saying for a minute because anyone under the sound of my voice who is going through anything similar to this, the reality is this is how we are thinking for the most part until we heal from our inner wounds. So for so long, it has been so hard for you to understand and see why you have been so stressed out, so depressed and unhappy most of your adult life. It's because you are a people pleaser. So now let's take this a step further and start thinking out of the box. Now you have a better, a better idea, understanding as to why you are a people pleaser. The next step is for you to consider the following strategy to help set the foundation to get you out of that people pleasing merry-go-round so you can free yourself and stop worrying about what people think. Many people pleasers see the good in others and assume everyone is caring and and have great intentions stop it right there let me burst that bubble for you right now that is not realistic so stop doing that basically you need to stop going all in when you get with a new friend when i say go go all in i mean don't look so desperate oh my god i got a new friend don't do that don't jump up and get all excited and start doing favors for them. Chill out. Don't jump into it and, and start doing things. Chill out with all that. Go slow. Give these so-called new friends time to prove their loyalty to you. Stop doing everything for them. Let them let, let it simmer and see what they're going to do and how this friendship is going to work out. Avoid opening up about private matters unless a person has proven himself or herself trustworthy. That's a big one because that's going to be a clue as to the information they get from you to determine what kind of person you are and if they can use you or not. So don't open up about private matters. Don't do that. With all that being said, it's time to tighten up your circle of friends. When I say when I say tighten up the circle of circle of friends, basically that equates to determining exactly who is trustworthy and emotionally safe. The list may be short, but maintaining closeness with the people who hold a person's best interest at heart is critical. If these people are not for you, if they're not riding or dying with you, if they ain't got your back, 
let them go. Instead of attempting to expand a social circle, let's bring it in a bit. Invest the most time with the individuals who sincerely care about you. Weed out those insecure people who want to collect dirt on you, who want to gossip about you, who want to backstab and take advantage of you. Stop taking chances with these insecure people because they, the reality is, is that these type of people may never change. Let me say that one more time. These insecure backstabbing people that want to take advantage of you may not ever change. Only talk about personal struggles with loyal, confident people that you can trust. You know, that's going to prevent you from being manipulated against. Never put yourself in a position where you are energetically, emotionally, and physically drained. So, in addition to working on your new circle of friends, take a look at those things that are really draining you. Or look at those things where you may be afraid of disappointing people. And work on those things. It's time for you to step back and set up some boundaries when it comes to those topics that focus on those topics that you're struggling with and practice different ways to tell these people no. Look in the mirror and think of all the different ways. You know what's coming. You already know what's coming. Now, look in the mirror and practice. How many different ways can you say no? I want us to remember that there are ways to help or be friends with people without you suffering in the meantime. Now, that means that it's nothing wrong. Sometimes people need help. Sometimes you need help. But you need to figure out how to do that without you suffering in the meantime. Again, it all boils down to self-love. When I talk about this, I call it staying spiritually fit. Which basically means that everything that you do, everyone that you're around, it's going to be positive and it's going to help you as a person. In essence, you can't really give to other people if you're not giving to yourself. When you take time to love yourself, you become conscious and you will no longer have a hidden agenda when you give to others. This is going to allow you to find your own happiness and build your own inner strength, which means that you have developed your own deep inner sense of self and you no longer need other people for validation or approval. Let's all say praise the Lord. I must say that this question today brought back so many memories. And I hope that this message was able to resonate with someone today. If anyone has a question that you would like for me to answer, please go to my email at heycoachcookie at gmail.com. Just remember, when I answer your questions... I'm going to bring it raw and I'm going to keep it real. For any of my listeners who may be struggling with your healing journey when it comes to being a people pleaser, we may need to talk. Go to my website, risinghigherlife.com and book a free consultation to see if you could benefit from one-on-one coaching. If no one has told you guys today, I love you all and I'm sending you a big hug. This is Coach Cookie reminding you to love yourself first as we rise higher together. Be blessed and I'll talk to you soon.